Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy Mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of Mojo's. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Well, welcome to the Off Night Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hope you're enjoying this Monday night for a lot of you. Maybe got to work from home today. A lot of the schools closed because of the fallout and debris, the pickup from Tropical Storm Hillary that came through Southern California yesterday into the early morning. Hopefully, everybody came through okay and survived and uh, no damage or losses to property. Uh, hopefully, everybody is all right as that storm is now blown up into Las Vegas into the northeast of Southern California. And the sun was out today. Absolutely glorious day here in Southern California. And things dried out. And that's a good thing for Southern California as the Dodgers head to Cleveland now to start a six-game East Coast road trip beginning with a three-game series in Cleveland tomorrow, then a three-game series in Boston this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Phone lines wide open, 866-987-2570, 866-987-2570. You can jump on board. We'll talk some Dodgers baseball. You can always follow me on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, at Tim Cates, T-I-M-C-A-T-E-S. Give me a follow there. As the Dodgers' best team in the National League right now, outside of the Atlanta Braves, of course. Dodgers 76-47 and 47 overall. Fresh off that 9-1 homestand in which the Dodgers took care of business against Colorado, then Milwaukee, and then took 2-3 from the Miami Marlins over the weekend. The Dodgers red hot, running away with the NL West. A 12-game lead over San Francisco, 13-game lead over Arizona, and an 18-game lead over San Diego as they go into this six-game road trip. And this last homestand started off with Colorado. The Dodgers saw Milwaukee, who is a really good team, a first-place team, a playoff team, a team in which the Dodgers could see in the NLDS. The Miami Marlins also a playoff team that is very good. So the Dodgers saw better competition on this homestand and took care of business on this last homestand. And the Dodgers right now, after the All-Star break, the hottest team in baseball record-wise. And what this team is continuing to put together, innings at bats, pitching performances, offensive production, is pretty remarkable. This is a Dodgers team that added to the roster at the All-Star break and, wow, just continues to look really good. And now they get another test with an East Coast trip to Cleveland and then Boston next weekend. The Guardians not going to the postseason. The Guardians are a bad team. They're 10 and a half games out of the AL wildcard race. But the Boston Red Sox, not only do you have the return of 
Mookie Betts to Boston and Kike Hernandez going back to Boston and J.D. Martinez going back to Boston. But you've also got the Dodgers facing former teammates and former Dodger greats, Kenley Jansen and Justin Turner. And who can forget Alex Verdugo, who's there in Boston as well. So it's going to be a fun weekend in Boston coming up. But the Red Sox aren't just having a fun time. They're three games back in the AL wildcard, so they're fighting for their playoff hopes. That'll be a fun weekend series coming up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday right here on AM570 LA Sports. But the Dodgers are rolling. The Dodgers red hot. And it was brought up earlier today, and it really got me thinking about what the Dodgers could be doing down the stretch. Now, they're running away with the division. They're certainly you know, getting close to that magic number of clenching the NL West as we sit here now on August 21st. And still a month plus two weeks to go in the season. So there's still a lot of baseball to be played. But it does beg the question, at what point do the Dodgers, if at all, start to throttle down some of these guys' innings and at-bats down the stretch in order to be ready to go for October? Now, if you're going to sit there and tell Freddie Freeman, we're going to need you to take days off. We're going to, you know, sit you a game out of every series or give you a day game after a night game. He's going to tell you to pound sand. He's going to tell you, uh-uh, that ain't happening. Freddie Freeman's not sitting out games. Freddie Freeman's not resting down the stretch. But it does bring up the question of whether the Dodgers, with some of these guys that play every day, a Will Smith, get him off of his feet, not necessarily catch every two or three games. It brings up the question of this starting rotation, a guy like Clayton Kershaw, who you do want to keep a number on an innings, um, you know, look at. Bobby Miller, his last start got pulled because the Dodgers are trying to limit the amount of innings he starts racking up because he is well above his career high as far as innings pitched in a season. Do the Dodgers throttle back a little bit, having control of the division, and get guys really healthy and ready to go for October? 866-987-2570. Now, as the kids say, those are first-world problems for the Dodgers. But when you run away at the division like you have, when you've had the second half of the season since the All-Star break like you've had, you can have some of these amenities as far as days off and guys getting off their feet. We saw it in the game against the Marlins this last weekend. The Dodgers were getting destroyed in the Friday night game, which Tony Gonsolin pitched and then went on the IL afterwards. Tony Gonsolin put him in a hole. And when they were down big, Dave Roberts pulled the ripcord and said, all right, Freddie Freeman out of the game, Mookie Betts out of the game, and put in guys and got the starters off their feet in a blowout situation. That's an example of what the Dodgers could do to alleviate innings and get these guys off their feet. But at what at what cost would you be doing that if you do decide to rest players? Because guys are maybe creatures of their habit and routine and going out there and getting their at-bats and going out there and playing every day. You don't want to slow guys down. You don't want to get them out of rhythm. You don't want to get them out of a hot streak. You don't want to get them out of seeing the baseball really good at the plate or feeling good out there on the mound. That's the last thing you want to do. But at the same time, when you're blowing away the NL West and the competition there, 
is it worthy to have guys start to throttle back a little bit to get ready for October? 866-987-2570. You asked Max Scherzer a couple years ago. He felt like giving him extra days didn't help him. It was not beneficial to him keeping his arm fresh and ready to go. It actually was detrimental for him having a dead arm when it came to October, and it wasn't available in the NLCS after helping the Dodgers in the NLDS. Now, that's kind of backwards thinking there. If you limit guys' innings, you put them on a pitch count on their starts down the stretch when you've run away with the division, try to help them out and, you know, elongate the, the season for them, keep the numbers down so you can keep those numbers going in October, and it actually hurt a guy, that's a little backwards, right? That doesn't actually make sense. But it is something if you're the Dodgers, do you start thinking about, since you are now 12 games up, are your next closest team in the NL West? 866-987-2570. 866-987-2570. The Dodgers with a six-game road trip now in Cleveland and then into Boston for a three-game series. Then they'll return home, and the Dodgers, when they come back, are going to see the Atlanta Braves on the homestand when they return to Dodger Stadium. And an Atlanta Braves team that the Dodgers, as we speak, are chasing for the best overall record in the National League. The Atlanta Braves losing right now at home to the New York Mets 10-4. to That game's in the top half of the ninth inning as the Mets continue to add runs to their now six-run lead. If the Braves lose, they'll be 80 and 44. The Dodgers will have picked up a game. They'll be three back now in the loss column to the Braves. The Dodgers would pick up some ground on a Braves team that they'll square off against on the next homestand. And if you think getting home field advantage isn't an important thing for the Dodgers, you are crazy. The Dodgers would absolutely love to have home field advantage if it came down to the Dodgers and Braves in the NLCS. Having the home games at Dodger Stadium to start off the series and to end a series if necessary would be huge for the Dodgers to have that home field advantage. And what I didn't think was even a question or a possibility a few weeks ago at the All-Star break Absolutely, as we sit here on August 21st, is a possibility for the Dodgers, and that is to get the number one seed, so to speak, in the playoffs in the National League. It is absolutely attainable for the Dodgers to get to the Atlanta Braves and pass them. 866-987-2570. The Dodgers, when they come back home on their next homestand, will get Arizona for three, and then the Atlanta Braves for four. A Thursday through Sunday series out at Dodger Stadium. And then head back to the East Coast. Interesting scheduling, by the way. Just happened to see that. The Dodgers going back East, interleague play to Cleveland and Boston. And then back home for a seven-game homestand. And then back to the East Coast to Miami and Washington. Their final East Coast road trip of the season. But an interesting scheduling there. East Coast back, East Coast again. It's not like they're going back home and then to Denver or back home and then going to St. Louis. Only got to make a three-hour flight. Now they got to make a five-and-a-half-hour flight 
to Miami and then Washington, D.C. in the middle of September. But the Dodgers don't want to look too far ahead. Arizona, Atlanta, the next homestand, that's going to be fantastic. You know, put away the Diamondbacks for good in their final meetings in the regular season. Just think about this. The Dodgers and Diamondbacks were tied at the All-Star break. And the Dodgers have run away with the NL West since then. They've had five, they have five second half meetings this season. The Dodgers and Braves. After meeting eight times, excuse me, the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. After meeting eight times in the first three weeks of the season, the Dodgers went to Arizona for that two-game series and won both those games after winning in, in San Diego. And then they get the Arizona Diamondbacks on the next homestand for three. That's it. Eight early matchups, two-game brief series in Arizona, and then three at home here at the end of the month, next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday against Arizona. But, again, they were tied at the All-Star break. And I circled the series against Arizona, the two in the desert, and these three coming up. I still have them circled on my schedule as huge games between the two teams going back and forth, neck and neck, in the NL West at the time. The Dodgers have since gone red hot, and the Arizona Diamondbacks have become one of the worst teams in baseball since the All-Star break. Thus, the Dodgers, a 13-game lead over Arizona, 12-game lead over San Francisco. So those three games against Arizona don't have the excitement necessarily anymore that they did five weeks ago but it'll still be fun to put even more separation between the Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks when they face off next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then a huge three, four-game series against the Atlanta Braves to finish off the next homestead. 866-987-257. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your phone calls. Coming up in a little less than a half an hour, we're going to get you a farm report. What is that, you ask? Again, if you have never listened to when I host Dodger Talk during off nights, I'd like to give you an update on the Dodgers' top minor league prospects from Diego Cartaya to Landon Knack and everybody in between, River Ryan, Josue DePala, Yorbit Vivas, names you've heard, Dalton Rushing, their second-round pick a year ago, Michael Bush, who's tearing it up in AAA. I'm going to tell you how all these guys are doing in their respective levels in the minor leagues. That way you know where they're at, how they're doing, and maybe how close they are to helping out this Dodgers team, which right now doesn't really need any help the way they've been playing. Fresh off a 9-1 homestand, taking 2-3 and three from Miami, taking 3 from Milwaukee, and then starting off the homestand with the four-game sweep of the Colorado Rockies. Dodgers, first place in the NL West. Huge lead over everybody else in the division, and they'll start a road trip tomorrow. Your phone calls when we come back. Farm Report coming up in less than a half an hour right here on AM570 LA Sports. It's off-night Dodger talk. Thanks for being with us. Since J&K Security Solutions opened in 1987, our attention to detail and customer service have been our strongest assets. I'm President Jeffrey Beckman. We'll always do our best to find the most efficient and cost-effective solution to every job we tackle. Whether it's security for your home or business, installing video surveillance, or being able to control your garage doors from your phone, we can help you feel empowered with simple and user-friendly technology. Let's work together to secure your home or business. JKSecurity.com. 
Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Make sure you hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. It's a great way to listen to the station. It's in HD. It's crystal clear. You can take it in the palm of your hand. Put some earbuds in. You're good to go. And all you got to do is make sure to follow AM570 LA Sports. When you do, you get all the updates from the app to tell you when new podcasts get downloaded and uh, ready to go for you on the phone or when Dodger games get ready to start or if there's big things happening in the Dodger game, you'll get a notification as well. 866-987-2570 is our number. Dodgers off tonight. They are in Cleveland tomorrow to start a three-game series against the Guardians. Bobby Miller, Clayton Kershaw, Lance Lynn, the scheduled starters for the Dodgers in the three games before they go to Boston. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Julio Urias will be on the mound in the opener. Dodgers still haven't announced who officially will go on Saturday, but probably Ryan Pepio or some form of Ryan Pepio in that game. And then Bobby Miller again on the finale in Sunday against the Red Sox at Fenway Park. Coming up in about 20 minutes or so, a little more than that, we'll have you the farm report, give you an update on the Dodgers' top minor league prospects. Real quick before we go out to the phones, you may have seen the picture on social media or see the uh, video on local news on TV, the picture and video of Dodger Stadium from high above in a helicopter flying around yesterday at Dodger Stadium during Tropical Storm Hillary. It was a post that the video and short, uh, the short video and picture were being made of suggesting that Dodger Stadium got flooded and showing the parking lots like it was underwater and the whole stadium and surroundings there at the ravine were flooded out. And Dodger Stadium started trending on social media. The whole thing went viral. It appeared that the entire sports Stadium there, Dodger Stadium, was flooded. Millions of people watched the video and the pictures, and it got passed around and passed around, and people kept saying, oh, my gosh, Dodger Stadium's underwater. It's, it was not, okay? it It's not. The parking lot at Dodger Stadium was wet and probably puddling in some spots like everywhere else. And the illusion from above, the wet ground on the cement, the color of the cement, the way it was, and maybe some puddling in areas would appear that it was underwater, the parking lot. But in actuality, it was not. So if you saw the pictures that David Vasse tweeted out earlier today on social media, AM570 retweeted that, of course. You can find it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, AFI70 LA Sports. You can clearly see Dodger Stadium is just fine. So, no, Dodger Stadium did not flood. The parking lot did not flood. 
it was an area that was hit by a lot of rain like everywhere else. And the optical illusion there that it was flooded, it was just the water that was sitting on top of the cement there, obviously, in some areas probably was puddling up. Large puddles do happen when large storms and rainfall happen. All right, let's go out to the phones. We'll go to Paul at Huntington Beach. Start things off here on this off-night Dodger talk on AM570. Hey, thanks, Sam. Appreciate it, man. Hey, listen, dude, they they won the division by 22 games last year. They were in cruise control basically from September 1st on, mm-hmm. and then they had to wait like a week and a half for the um, for the AL for the first round of the playoffs to yep. get done, and then they get rolled up. The Dodgers, when they won the whole thing in 20, there was no stop. The extra round of playoffs, and they had to push all the way through. I mean, part of me was looking at this season going. These guys have to grind and push the entire six-month schedule. Yeah. That's going to be a good thing. They're going to go in rolling and, 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 and at least playing in rhythm. Now you're looking at going – because the Giants and D-backs are, are basically terrible, I hope Roberts and, and, and the Brain Trust pushes these guys forward to say, hey, let's go win the damn whole home field advantage thing. Let's go get this thing and, and run down the Braves. That's what this team needs to do and to stay sharp, to push – all the way through the end of September. They, they've got to keep rolling because otherwise you're going to get an upstart team like Philadelphia or Milwaukee who's fighting all the way through and comes in with a head of steam. And we don't need that sort of nonsense like we saw last year. I, I think they got to push all the way through, Tim, and any thought of taking the foot off the gas is a bad thing from my perspective. Injuries got to be – you got to be mindful of that. You got to be mindful of innings pitch. Yeah. But they got to push all the way through, dude. All, all right, right, man, I'll talk to you later. There he goes, Paul at Huntington Beach. Brings up a lot of great points there. You know, you look back to last year, and he's right. With the Dodgers, they cruised in September and into the postseason and then got taken apart by San Diego in a short NLDS series. Philadelphia last year, fighting, scratching, clawing, got in as a wild card, and what? They went all the way to the World Series, right? I mean, this is a Dodgers team that certainly has pulled ahead of the competition in the NL West. And I'm not saying completely pump the brakes here, but start, you know, start looking at the schedule and and opportunities to give guys a day off here. Maybe you get a Lance Lynn, you get a Clayton Kershaw, keep guys sharp. Five, six, seven innings, nothing crazy. Get them out of there. Keep the pitch counts respectable so they get into a pattern down the stretch, but also don't lose any of their sharpness that they have out there. Certainly the pitchers, the guys at the play, guys who play every day, it's a little different because you, you get into a routine, you get into you know a nice hitting streak or you're seeing the ball really well, and there's no way anybody's going to take you out of a game. Because that baseball looks like a beach ball, and everything that gets thrown, you're seeing, and you're making contact, and the ball's finding the hole, finding the gaps. You're getting on base. You're hitting for power, whatever. You don't want to stop playing. It's those it's those stretches in which you're hitting the ball hard, and it's right at guys, or you can't buy any luck, and you can't get on base to save your life. That's the kind of days you want to you know take advantage of a day off here or there. But I'm just thinking this Dodgers team going into October – you want to stay sharp, but at the same time, you want to make sure these guys are healthy and not expending themselves here in September for October. But you bring up a great point. You want to stay fresh, and we did see this same story last year in which the Dodgers won 111 games and go into October and were flat against the Padres. And looking back on that now, the Dodgers, the mindset was we beat up on the Padres during the regular season. We are a 111-win team. 
we're just going to come in here and do that again. And when they got into a different kind of style of game, small ball, you know, maybe the offense wasn't necessarily there. You don't have the affordability of having a 162-game season to fall back on when maybe you don't have it for a series or you don't have it for two or three games offensively. Well, you lose two or three games in a best of five, you're done. So for this Dodgers team, certainly they know what happened last year and they know what happens when you have time off. And that's going to happen again this year. There's going to be a five, six-day window in which the Dodgers aren't going to be playing because the wild card round is happening. From the end of the regular season to when the Dodgers play game one of the NLDS, there's going to be some time off for this Dodgers team because they're going to be one of the top teams in the National League. 866-987-2570. Tony, Santa Clarita, you're next up here on Dodger Talk. Welcome, Tony. Hey, Tim, the Dodgers got to keep the throttle down until the National League West is out of the wild card because we want a central division team because they're the weakest. So what's the wild card situation now? How soon is San Francisco, Arizona, and San Diego out of it? We're, 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 how far back are they to get out of the wild card? Arizona's only one game back. Uh, the Padres are six games back. And the Giants are currently holding on to that third wild card spot. So, and who who are the central teams in the wild card race? Uh, right now, I believe the Chicago Cubs are. Yeah, because the Phillies hold the top spot, so it's the Cubs. So we play the Cubs. Cubs are good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Guys, yeah, the go- Cubs are the hottest team right now outside of the Dodgers in baseball. I mean, this is a team that's won three in a row. Now have find themselves in a wild card position at the All Star. Not the All Star. Yeah, the trade deadline. The Chicago Cubs were thought of as a team that are they going to trade Bellinger or Stroman? Are they going to just, you know, empty all their, their guys that they can trade of value to rebuild this thing again? Push it to another year. Well, that's clearly not what ha- that is what happened because the Chicago Cubs are now a team that's six games over 500 and a, a, a Chicago Cubs team that's right there in the wild card in the National League. Now, Arizona's come back. And made it interesting. You've got three teams with the identical record of 64 and 61 in the Reds, Marlins, and Diamondbacks, all right behind the San Francisco Giants. So this thing is far from over. And if you're a baseball fan, it's kind of fun to see the wild card pitcher because look at what's happening to the Dodgers in the NL West. And I'm not complaining by any means. The Dodgers are the best team in the NL West. The Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball, and certainly the second half of the season. There's no doubt about that. Dodgers running away from the division. The Braves running away from the division. Any other year in which you didn't have wild card teams or you didn't have three wild card teams, it would be the Phillies and maybe a team from the West and nobody else would have a shot. And what what fun would baseball be if we were sitting here and didn't have a third wild card? Instead of having one, two, three, four, five, maybe six teams, if you want to include the Padres, Fighting for a third spot, you'd have nobody fighting for a wild card spot, playing for nothing, and baseball would be relegated to, well, football season's here. We don't care anymore. Instead, the Giants are in it, the Reds are in it, the Marlins are in it, the Diamondbacks are in it, the Cubs are in it, and, yeah, you can make a case the Padres are still out there. They still got so much talent that this Padres team wins 8 of 10, wins 10 of 12. They can very easily get right back in the wild card race. They're not catching the Dodgers. That ship has sailed. But the wild card race is certainly something interesting. Look at the Boston Red Sox. Look at the Toronto Blue Jays. Look at the Tampa Bay Rays. Three teams in the NL East 
still with shots to go to the postseason, even though they're trailing the Baltimore Orioles. Thank God for the wild card. I was reading earlier today, Major League Baseball's attendance up yet again. And when it's all said and done here, these races are only going to make it even better when the numbers finally do come out at the end of the season. The numbers, again, showing that the baseball's attendance is nearly up 10% from a year ago. That's a big number. That is a good thing for baseball. That is a positive thing for baseball. And if you weren't watching Sunday Night Baseball last night, how cool was it to see the Little League All-Star, not All-Star game, but Little League, uh, Big League game that they have in Williamsport. That was cool to see the Phillies there playing in that game. 866-987-257. Let's keep things going. Don in the city of industry. Always intimidating with Don because he's got the deepest voice. Tim Cates, how are you doing? The great Tim Cates. Oh, stop. How are you doing, Don? Great to hear your voice. Oh, man. You know, I was just so worried. You know, I don't want to see us get complacent like we did last season. You know, but it's funny. Again, you can't, you know, it's like a fighter getting ready for a fight. You want to be ready on the day. You know, it's like you don't want to leave your fight in the gym, but yet you got to stay sharp. So it's kind of like shaking up a bottle of pop or you don't want to blow the top off it, you know, but you want to keep it fizzing, you know, just just below the surface. So when it's time to explode on your opponent, you can explode. So that's what I want to see the Dodgers do. You know, now we got our division in the bag, we hope. So let's worry about let's catch the Braves. They're catchable. They're in three games, I believe you said. And we're going to have a little showdown a couple of weeks down the yeah. road. So let's focus on that. But remember, eyes on the prize. Regular season, championship, I mean, playoffs, then the championship. We got If we don't win the ring, you know, it's a big disappointment. Yeah, no doubt about it, Don. Always great to hear your voice. Always intimidating to hear your voice. But great to hear your voice, Don, in the city of industry. The Braves have lost tonight. The Braves lost at home to the New York Mets 10-4. to So now the Braves sit at 80-44. and They've lost two in a row. The Dodgers sit at 76 and 47. The Dodgers are three games back officially now in the loss column behind the Atlanta Braves for the best record in the National League. It is there. As I think Tony brought up, if the Dodgers need some something to chase, a carrot in front of them dangled, so to speak, to get them motivated with this huge lead in the NL West and with six weeks to go, chasing the Braves for the best record in the National League and trying to secure that home field advantage in a possible NLCS series is what the Dodgers need. And we look at the makeup of this Dodgers team, you don't really get that sense that this is a team that's going to put their feet up the last six weeks of the season. I mean, if, if your leaders are Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts and a vocal leader in Jason Hayward and a presence like J.D. Martinez in that, that clubhouse and veteran guys of the postseason like Chris Taylors of the world, now Will Smith, and certainly Max Muncy, just guys who are everyday players. This isn't a group that's the kind of group that's just going to say, all right, we're going to go through the motions until we get to October. Been there, done that. We've won a World Series, whether in Atlanta, at Freddie Freeman, or Boston and Mookie Betts. We know what to do. We're just going to go through the motions. No. This is the kind of group that's out there at 2 o'clock every day for a 7 o'clock game. This is the kind of guys like Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts who lead by example in this case. And so when they say we're going to be out there, we're going to be out there. When they're going to play every day, 
everybody else is going to expect it to play every day. Jack on the 210 joins us here on Dodger Talk on AM570 LA Sports. Hi, Jack. Hey, how are you? how's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm hanging in there, brother. Just working for my money. There you go. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask real quick about, uh, uh, it's a little off topic, but uh, on your topic, I think it's a player-by-player situation. Some players need the rest. It's going to be beneficial. Other players, just let them keep rolling. But yeah. I wanted to ask about Will Smith. Okay. And uh, when are we going to see the Dodgers extend him? It's a great question. I, I'm, I mean, yeah, I don't know how many years of control he has left. but yeah. um, And I know a lot of people probably don't think about it and don't want to talk about it. And I don't mean it in negativity in any ways. And mm-hmm. that's nothing you want around the team. Sure. And I know he would probably never admit it. But I've just seen a little bit in his demeanor watching some games, you know, when you got to take those foul balls off the mask or off the knees and stuff. Yeah. You know, a little bit of frustration. And he's one of the best all-around catchers in baseball. I mean, there's not another Will Smith in the system. And I know they have some highly touted prospects, but there's not another Will Smith. And uh, I'm just wondering, you know, when, when is this going to happen? And maybe there's a little bit of underlying, you know, uh, frustration. And I know they want to go after Otani next year, uh, but and I just hate to see something – like a Will Smith be a casualty of something like that. What do you think? All right. Appreciate the phone call, Jack. Um, Will Smith has still got two years that the Dodgers have him for arbitration. So he's got two more years of control, 24 and 25. Will not be an unrestricted free agent until uh, 26 season. So after this year, two more years of control. But keep in mind, Will Smith is, what, 28 years old? He'll hit free agency... 30, 31, depending on when his birthday is, and I don't know Will Smith's birthday offhand. Um, but 28 years old, three years of service, got two more after this before he hits free agency. I think Will's got to understand, I don't think right now is the right time to be asking for or looking for an extension. I think the Dodgers have bigger things to look at this offseason, and certainly guys before him like Walker Bueller, that they got to figure out what to do with in free agency, who will hit free agency before Will Smith. So, yeah, he, he's – I don't think this is affecting him. I don't think this is something that's, you know, sitting in his craw, so to speak, and is making him upset and stewing behind the plate every day that he's still got two years of arbitration left and won't hit free agency until 26, the year 26, when I say that, 2026. Uh, I think he gets where he's at. He's still only three-plus years in the major leagues. He's still considered a young player in the big league. So I don't think it's bothering him. But certainly his time is getting closer, and the Dodgers will have to look into what to do with him long-term. He's certainly an all-star catcher, offensively one of the best in baseball, has turned himself into a really good defensive catcher. Austin Barnes is getting older. But at the same time, two guys we're going to talk about in the farm report, Diego Cartaya, Dalton Rushing, are two catchers that are behind him in this system. One's in double A, one's in high A ball. And both players are highly thought of as far as prospects and making it to the big leagues. One struggling right now, we'll tell you who that is coming back, but certainly they've got guys right behind Will Smith that the Dodgers have in the farm system. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your phone calls if we can. Dodgers off tonight in Cleveland tomorrow. Start a three-game series against the Guardians. Bobby Miller on the mound 
in the series opener against former Dodger Noah Syndergaard, who they dealt away at the trade deadline. Ahmed Rosario in that deal. How much better does that look for the Dodgers than the Guardians? Well, hopefully it doesn't come back to buy him tomorrow with Noah Syndergaard on the mound for Cleveland. First pitch at 410. Morocco Casino Dodgers on deck will get started at 3. Up next, the Farm Report. Right here on your home of the Dodgers, AM570 LA Sports, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. For nearly four decades, JMK Security Solutions has provided protection for homes and businesses. I know firsthand. I'm Jeff Beckman, and with my wife, Kim, we started JMK Security Solutions. Our attention to detail, service after the sale, and product knowledge are the foundation of our success. JMK Security has routinely been recognized as the best of Madison for security companies. We expect that trend to continue as the next generation, our son Jeffrey, takes over as president. Let us protect what is valuable to you. JKSecurity.com. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy Mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of Mojo's. Share the good times at Shakey's today. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online BenefitsCal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit LACare.org for more information. That's LACare.org. Dodgers off today, flew to Cleveland. We'll start a six-game road trip beginning tomorrow with the first of three against the Cleveland Guardians. Then it's off to Boston for a three-game series against Justin Turner and the Red Sox. Tomorrow will be Bobby Miller and Noah Syndergaard. Yes, that Noah Syndergaard, who the Dodgers traded away to Cleveland. He will start against the Dodgers tomorrow. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck starts at three. First pitch at four. 10. All right, I promised the farm report. Let's go down on the farm. All right, instead of starting with Diego Cartaya, the Dodgers' number one overall prospect, we'll start with Miguel Vargas, who the Dodgers sent down to AAA Oklahoma City at the All-Star break. The 23-year-old second baseman in 33 games, hitting 291, nine doubles, five home runs, 18 RBI, and an 860 OPS. Doing okay. He's kind of tapered off the last 15 games or so, but still progressing number one overall prospect Diego Cartaya the 21 year old catcher he's in double a Tulsa at 88 games hitting just 191 110 strikeouts but he does have 17 home runs a one two pitch and he wallops it to left center field fly ball with some carry Carter running back that ball's long gone on to the H-E-B family lawn and Diego Cartaya right on cue homers to left center his 17th of the year Tulsa Drillers Radio Network with the call. Michael Bush, what a season he is having in AAA Oklahoma City. The 25-year-old second baseman, outfielder, third baseman, had a cup of coffee with the Dodgers, was sent back down to AAA in 88 games, 323 average, 22 doubles, 24 home runs, 82 RBI, 61 walks. He's got an OPS over 1,000. All he does is produce. Crush to right field, forget about it. Palmero will turn around and watch this one land on the berm. A line drive, two-run homer for Michael Bush, and it's 2 to nothing, Oklahoma City. 
his 24th home run of the year. He now has 80 runs batted in on the season as that got out of here in a hurry. Oklahoma City Dodgers Radio Network with the call. Dalton rushing the second-round pick out of Louisville last year. The 22-year-old catcher is in high A ball at the Great Lakes Loons. 75 games, 220 average, 17 doubles, 9 home runs, 41 RBI. Nick Frosso, fourth-round pick out of LMU in 2020. 24-year-old right-hander in AA Tulsa. 3-4 with a 3.91 ERA. 21 starts. He's got 94 strikeouts. Gavin Stone, still a top-five Dodger prospect. Fifth-round pick in 2020. A 24-year-old right-hander in 19 starts in OKC with the Dodgers. 6-4, 5-11 ERA, 110 strikeouts. He is 2-0, though, in his last three starts with 25 strikeouts. Andy Pajes, 22-year-old outfielder. He's on the injured list for the rest of the year with the shoulder injury. Josue De Paula, Dodgers now top 10 minor league prospect. He's 18 years old. He's in Rancho Cucamonga, the speedy outfielder in 58 games. 276 average, 12 doubles, two triples, a home run, and 33 walks. This guy is a machine on offense. DePaula swings and he launches one out to left center field. Long way to go to for Suarez. Reaches out and he can't get to it. It's by him and it splits the gap on its way to the wall. Rounding second and heading for third is Nevin. He's being waved around third base and he'll come in to score without a throw. Rancho Cucamonga Quakes for Radio Network with the call. River Ryan, 11th round pick in 2021. The 25 year old right handed pitcher in double A Tulsa is 1 5 with a 289 ERA in 19 starts. Landon Knacks, second-round pick in 2020, the 25-year-old right-hander in AAA Oklahoma City, 3-1 with a 3.07 ERA and nine starts after 12 starts in AA Tulsa. Yorbit Vivas, 22-year-old second baseman out of Venezuela, top 15 prospect. He's in AA Tulsa, having a good season, 109 games, 280 average, 23 doubles, 12 home runs, 54 walks, and an 827 OPS. A guy who's now made his way into the top 15 as far as their prospects, is Peyton Martin, 17th round pick in 2022, a 19-year-old, a right-handed pitcher in Rancho Cucamonga, 12 starts, 2-1 and one with a 2.04 ERA, and 48 strikeouts. Kyle Hurt, 25-year-old right-hander, 5th round pick in 2020 out of USC. In AA Oklahoma City, he's 1-3 with a 3.75 ERA, 3 relief appearances, and 15 starts in AA as well. Joendry Vargas. A top 15 Dodger prospect. He's a Dominican shortstop, 17 years old. He's in rookie ball right now in Arizona. 48 games, 328 average, 12 doubles, 7 home runs, 31 ribbies, and a 950 OPS. Joe Andre Vargas is one of these young guys that the Dodgers have drafted or signed internationally that you're going to hear about now in their minor leagues as far as top prospects. He's a top 15 prospect. Kendall George, who the Dodgers picked with their first pick this year in the draft just a couple of months ago, 18-year-old outfielder in rookie ball, Arizona, 15 games, 333 average, and a 4.33 on base percentage. Jake Geloff, 21-year-old third baseman. The Dodgers took him in the second round of this past draft in July out of Virginia. He's in Rancho Cucamonga and off to a hot start. Fly ball out to right field. Andrews Jr. on the run. He will not get there as it bounces up against the wall. Extra bases. This should score a run. It is now 5-1. It's an RBI triple and the first RBI of the young career for Jake Geloff. In 13th. Rancho Cucamonga Quakes Radio Network with the call. 13 games, 208 average, four doubles, 19 strikeouts. Ronan Kopp, 21-year-old left-hander in Great Lakes with 12th round pick two years ago. 21 starts, 308 average, 96 strikeouts. Austin Gothier, 
24-year-old shortstop in Double A Tulsa. We've talked about him a couple of times. In 65 games, he's batting 301 with 15 doubles, six home runs, 30 ribbies, and 52 walks with an 878 OPS. Austin Gauthier was undrafted out of college and signed with the Dodgers as a free agent. Start of the year in high A ball, tore it up. Now hitting over 300 in Double A Tulsa. So there you go. The Dodgers' top minor league prospects, the stars of tomorrow, today, and how they're doing in AAA, AA, and down in A ball. There's the farm report. That's going to do it for Dodger Talk tonight. Many thanks to Ronnie Fossil. Many thanks to you for listening and podcasting the show as well. Remember, you can always follow AM570 LA Sports on the iHeartRadio app. Hit the follow button, and you'll get all the updates when there's games and new podcasts to download, whether it's Petros and Money, Rogan and Rodney, and of course, Dodger Talk right here on AM570 LA Sports. Dodgers back at it tomorrow in Cleveland. We'll have Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck beginning at 3. First pitch is at 410. Bobby Miller and Noah Syndergaard, the pitching matchup. Until then, have a great rest of your Monday night. So long, everybody. Medi-Cal renewals are happening now. All members' eligibility is reviewed once annually, and everyone's renewal date is different. You can check your renewal month in your online benefitscal.com account. If your current address, email, or phone number have changed, please update your information with your local county office. If you get a renewal form in the mail in a yellow envelope, you must complete it to keep your Medi-Cal. If you don't, you will lose your coverage. Visit lacare.org for more information. That's lacare.org. When it's game on, it's time for Shakey's Pizza, Chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor. With meal deal packages to feed any size group, everyone loves Shakey's classic thin crust pizza, golden fried chicken, and crispy mojo potatoes. Get it to go at Shakey's.com or watch the game at your local Shakey's with an ice cold pitcher of beer, piping hot pizza, and a mountain of mojos. Share the good times at Shakey's today.